Welcome to the Soul Experiment Podcast. I'm Nicole, an intuitive guide here to further awaken the spiritually conscious. In this space, we discuss all things spirituality and dive even deeper into the spiritual and energetic world. Welcome to my space. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I have so much to say, but I don't even know where to start. And it's not even really a big deal, but I just felt called to come on and share and just start sharing more stories and connecting with you guys much more. I don't know what happened along the way, but I took this space so seriously and it's made me, to be honest, fall out of love with my space, with this space. It's made it seem so... I don't know, so outside of me and it feels like something that I had to give myself to as opposed to something that was a part of me that felt natural, that felt easy to come out and share my life, my lessons, my wisdom to you guys. So I just wanted to open this space by asking you guys how you're doing. I hope you're all well. Um, The past few months of, of my life have been very interesting nothing bad has happened at all um but i did notice a pattern and sort of the lessons that i've been learning in the past few months and i just thought i'd share it with you guys because i think it's a really fundamental lesson that the past version of me would have never thought was important but now that i've gone through it i realized just how vital it is and how perfect it's been so um just a bit of life update Um, I actually switched jobs about three months ago. I think in April, I switched jobs. I found a much more aligned job with me, better salary, better working conditions, better everything. And it was, it's been such a breath of fresh air, you know. I feel like the coaching industry really discriminates against the 9 to 5 lifestyle. But you know what? If the 9 to 5 can really support you, and it gives you freedom and peace of mind to focus on your business and to grow your passions, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that at all. So that's the first lesson I had to learn. The 9 to 5 is not evil. You're not less than as a coach or as a spiritual being if you do subscribe to a 9 to 5. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So that's the first thing I learned. And also that the 9 to 5 job space can be such a beautiful healing space and what it's provided for me specifically is it's brought me immeasurable security and I am someone who has never felt any good level of security in my entire life. Growing up I still remember one of my biggest memories as a child you know um, my parents grew up very very wealthy for the first couple of years of my life they managed to take their business and really take it to new heights and they were really experiencing an amazing level of wealth and I experienced that for the first couple of years and then I remember my mom just coming to me um, at about age three or four. We were in front of a department store that I really like and she just went down to my height and put her hands on my shoulders and be like, Nicole, or she called me Tia, Tia. Um, we are not doing very well financially at the moment. So don't expect super new things. Don't expect, you know, expect for our life to change quite a bit. And it did. And 
ever since then, money has always been super volatile in my family. And luckily, you know, she's managed to find a better place since then in terms of her and wealth. But, you know, it's been a very interesting dynamic that I've had to learn. So that's one aspect of security that I felt like I never had a grip on. Even throughout university, I felt like at any moment I could I could just not have enough means to support myself in uni because I was not entitled to any loans because of because of my nationality to be honest so it's it's been a really challenging um relationship me and money um I guess this whole topic will be about money and security and you know my relationship with money has always been very interesting it's only within the past year I would say over the past six months where I really, really put in the effort to heal my relationship with money. Because, you know, I, to be honest, I don't have a problem manifesting money. I don't have a problem with that at all. My problem is manifesting consistent levels of money and income and being able to hold on to it. Because I feel like there is this fear, not, not I feel like I know, there is this fear of holding on to money feeling like it'll just be taken away from me anyways and so I'll just spend it before it gets taken away from me. Maybe it sounds really familiar to you, maybe you have this pattern as well, Um, but the whole point of me sharing this is that I have never been in such a place of security before. I have a really good stable job that gives me an amazing amount of income that I can live off of while I can still invest and I can still save and do all these things. And you know, my income compared to other people is tiny, but for someone like me, who has never felt this level of security before and consistency in security, it's refreshing. And it's finally allowing my nervous system to calm down and to relax. And, you know, noticing how versus how I've been operating my business, which has been in a state of fight or flight. And this is the biggest insight that I've learned. I have been operating my my business in, yeah, I've, I've, I've been able to manifest such great things. And I was able, I've been, I've invested probably around 100k into my business at this point and not just my business but resources in spirituality and healing because that is my passion I just I feel like that's just what I'm always drawn to so you know the investment will come back and it does come back but the biggest thing is that in the past whenever I invested I always took every single pence that I had and put it back into the business. And I never had enough for my own bills, never had enough for my own needs. I never had enough. And now I finally do. And I feel like I'm operating in a different state in life because my expectations of my business is very different. Now I don't need it. I never need my business. It started off as me just wanting to share the wisdom that like I just, I had to share the wisdom. It was just so potent. And it felt like if I just contained it to myself, I would not be able to contain it. I just had to share. It felt like a must. I must share what I'm experiencing, what feels true to me. And that's how the business was born. And over time, as I attracted clients and income and opportunities, I, for some reason, there was a switch in my brain that was like, okay, time to take this seriously. Let's hire this person and let's hire that person. And let's start having more schedules in our Instagram posting and stuff like that. And you know, 
looking back, that was that's what I've been experimenting with in my business for the past year. And to be honest, it just didn't work for me. I worked with um, really expensive mentors and I have not had results, to be honest. And not to say that it's on them at all, but I think a part of me also doesn't want to run a business that feels so, so rigid. I want my business to be an extension of me. It doesn't have to be me because I need to have strict boundaries with my business. But, you know, basically, I've been operating in my business from a very heightened nervous system, right? At some point, I depended on my business to supply my needs, even though it was still growing, it didn't have the structures in place to be able to feed that back to me. And now that I'm in a different place, now that I have security over my own life and over my own finances, I have been reevaluating how I wish to connect with my business. And to be honest, I've fallen out of love with my business in the past, I would say, year. It's been a challenging year for me and my business because I felt like I didn't know what else to say. I felt like I was this, I didn't feel like I was a crazy person, but I just stopped feeling natural to me the moment I took it too seriously. The moment I put my mind and all these structures and strategies into place, it felt unnatural. And not to say that strategies don't work. I feel like there is always a place for strategies and structures, but it needs to be the second step. The first step is, at least for someone like me, it has to be me being fully in love with my business and allowing myself to share my wisdom and just make it feel so easy and natural because that to me is so magnetic. And I can see that when I was so deep in that, that's when I attracted the most soul-aligned clients as well. And so that's a big lesson for me. And ever since then, you know, I've been really grounding the security, the stability, and reevaluating how I want my business to fit into my life. Because yes, I love this, but also for the past year, I have not been able to take space away from my business, which sounds really crazy. You know, I was working full time even before this job, and I could, I even my partner mentioned to me the past um, past week. He was like, you know, you're always just focusing on your business or learning new courses and um yeah and I was like fuck actually yeah that's true and that's made me realize at the beginning of this year to be honest I was super burnt out I was so burnt out from the job that I was having or that I had then I was so burnt out by the amount of hours that I was pouring into my business and you know what that led me into it led me into a very bitter bitter state because it felt like all the efforts that I was putting out was just not coming back and I felt so unsuccessful and as a projector it's just the worst feeling that bitterness feeling like you're doing so much and you're getting nothing in return and so I've decided to flip that and I've made it unconditional for me to be able to stand in my business and share these messages from a place of ease I don't want this to be hard because I already have a great job I already have a stable life And my business does not need to be a burden for me. I'm not available for that. So that's the biggest lesson that I've had to learn, I feel like, in the past year. And another thing that I've been been learning is that, you know, there is beauty in having stability and security in your life. Last year, 
you know, this time last year, exactly. I was dead broke. I was broke. I was in debt. And yet I was still super spiritual. I really took it as an experiment to see, all right, universe, apparently you're always supporting me. So support me. I am fucking broke. Make sure I have bread on the table. And you know what I did? I was always, I always managed to scrape by, but I was not thriving and I did not enjoy the lack of security that I was feeling. And yes, I was able to really nurture and deepen the relationship I have with God, but I felt like I was losing myself. I felt like I was losing trust in my own ability to make money, uh, losing sense of groundedness in this world. And this time this year, I feel like I'm experiencing the flip side of it. I feel like I'm growing and strengthening my masculine side once more learning the beauty of discipline, of showing up regularly for a nine-to-five job, having security, and truly, I'm finally understanding what it means to have a strong masculine capsule so that your feminine energy has the space to freely move. Because that feminine energy, without any boundaries, without any structures, without any outlines, it's just completely lost. And that's where I was last year. I just felt so lost. You know, no matter how connected I felt, I still felt lost because my head and my being and my consciousness was so high up in the air, in the ethers, and it did not have anything to ground me down into this earth. And this time, I feel like I'm really moving and working with my North Node in Virgo, my South Node is in Pisces. If you guys know anything about the North Nodes, I'm sure you'll get what I'm saying right now. But if not, I encourage you to explore your North Nodes. It's beautiful. But that aside, I feel like now, this year, I'm really learning the art of the opposite, which is the ground, which is that whole Virgo nature of having clear routines and perfecting the skill of showing up for myself in my own life. I've been really nurturing my body as well, um, identifying what I eat, what feels good, and also moving. I've been moving so much more and making movement so intentional. I even hired a coach, a, um, a fitness coach, um, starting in May, and it was really good. Um, the program didn't end up working for me in the end, but it really showed me how powerful movement is for me as a medicine which has been such an interesting shift to witness because I had a whole, just a very complicated relationship with um, weight and fitness as well. I grew up as a fat kid, got teased all the time, even my own, even by my own family. And then when I got into grade seven, when I was like 12 years old, I decided to just go on a strict diet and finally see what it feels like to not be fat anymore. It was so toxic. I would work out four times a week, um, back-to-back fitness classes as well. And I would only eat crackers for lunch and chicken breast for dinner. That's it. I, I probably ate 1,000 calories each day for like two years of my life. And yeah, I was skinny, but <laughs> man, that's not healthy at all. And I kind of grew out of that a bit. I was still very picky in what I was eating up until university. And in university, I just stopped giving a fuck. I was like, fuck it. I want to focus on my studies. I'm not going to stress too much on food. And it was good for a while. But then afterwards, I noticed that I was, I started to binge eat, especially around 2017, 2018, when my mental health was also declining. And that was also a really difficult period of my life. 
Um, so that's that's my history with food and with um, working out. And now it's I'm in such a different place. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't mean that those voices are gone forever. But the relationship that I have with movement is very different because I'm actually doing it because I miss doing it and I crave doing it versus doing it purely for aesthetic reasons. There is a part of me who still values my aesthetics because I care about it and that's not wrong at all. But inherently, it doesn't make I don't hate moving anymore. It feels good because I'm nurturing not only my values, but also the fact that it just feels good to me. So that's also another thing that I've been strengthening and grounding. And again, I feel like this has been a really big masculine period for me in my own personal life, strengthening my masculine, whereas the past few years I've really focused on growing and deepening my feminine side. And I also understand why this is happening because my masculine side has always taken over ever since I um, probably started studying in Singapore. You know, they really train you to be someone who is very logical, who is able to be disciplined. All these traits are instilled in you and they kind of take out any sense of your creativity, any sense of feelings, anything like that. And it's not just Singapore, it's also the patriarchal society that we live in. And I'm so glad I had the past truly three years to immerse myself, explore my femininity, my sensuality, my sexuality, my emotions, my intuition. I would not be here if I did not have an awakening that's brought me back to my feminine. And now it feels like the scales are being balanced and my masculine is growing into his healthy, grounded warrior self. And it feels really yummy. All of this is just to say that, hi, I'm sorry, I've been missing. Um, But this has taken quite a bit for me to grow and strengthen my masculine side. And I had to really reevaluate the boundaries that I had with my business and how I want to show up. And it's felt like I've been in the void for the past, I would say, year. I'm sure even if I looked back on my Instagram that this time last year, I talked about the void. And it feels like now I'm finally, truly emerging out of it. And it's because I needed this sense of stability to come back into my business from a place of true love and passion and connectedness and clean energy. Not from a place of neediness, but from a place of wanting to give and to share and to be a mirror for you guys and to be a guide. Just sharing what I'm experiencing, sharing what feels true to me because it might feel true to you as well. Um, yeah, feels like that's all I want to say. I feel like the, the way that my business is moving right now is just going to be up to me. I feel like that there might be some content on manifestation coming up, but it's a very different take on manifestation because I really, the voice that I desire to share and the voice that's coming through me, it feels the best. It's not the voice of, oh, how to manifest this person or how to mes- how to manifest this amount of money. I want to approach manifestation from the point of view of your birthright and allowing it to be the portal that reminds you that you get to get you get to experience the best out of this life. And so there might be some content on that. There might be some content on sensuality as well because I feel like that's something that I've really nurtured the past, I would say, two, two and a half years. And it's something I'm really passionate about and I just want to share it. And I'm really glad I I did this episode because 
I finally feel like my voice is back. It feels good. I feel like I'm falling in love with myself in this business again and falling in love with this business. And so for the next few content pieces, I'm just going to follow this. I'm going to follow what feels good, what feels true to me. No longer thinking of what what needs to be said and what would be trendy or what would be profitable. Mm-mm. Just going to focus on what feels good. So if you stuck around this far, thank you. You are a true OG sweetheart and I love you so much. Um, if you do have anything that you feel like I can share my wisdom on that you know you feel really called for me to share my insights on send me a dm you know the drill you can find me on instagram at nicole rosalia claire but until then i will see you there and i might see you here as well i am going on a trip and that's also going to be a very big lesson that i want to share on the podcast but i hope you have a beautiful day and i'll speak to you soon